And welcome to November as I continue my coverage of season one of the 2021 Punky Rooster, Punky Rooster, Punky Brewster <laughs> reboot. <laughs> All right. So today I'm going to focus on season one, episode four entitled Under the Influence. If this title sounds familiar, it's because season eight of Full House had an exact same title of that episode where DJ and Kimmy go to a frat party, and Kimmy is under the influence. So, if you're thinking, before I had even originally seen the episodes, when I was doing like a trailer breakdown, when I was looking at the episode titles and kind of giving my best estimation based on no synopsis whatsoever, I would have definitely went down that road thinking, okay, they're going to handle a topic like that under the influence. No, this is entirely different of that kind of influence. But, um, yeah, this episode aired February 25th, 2026. In this episode, Punky thinks Hannah's new boyfriend is a bad influence. Izzy tried, tries to be the perfect kid. This is the synopsis from Peacock. Um, I'm going to say right now, guys, as you've heard me say in the Two First Dates episode, I'm not a fan of Hannah. I really don't like her character. She just, she to me, she's unlikable. She may have a couple good qualities there when it comes to, you know, Izzy and stuff, but it's just... Typical spoiled brat teenage behavior. And the fact that we have two episodes back-to-back dedicated to this character, I'm not feeling it. And just like the last episode, I'm going to kind of breeze through, hopefully, stuff with Hannah. If you guys like her, that's cool. I really don't. I really feel that... We could have been focusing a lot more on Izzy. I get it, Punky's got three kids of her own. But as much as we spend time with Hannah, we have maybe one episode dedicated to Daniel. And then I think maybe, I don't even know if we get one dedicated to Diego or not. But it's just like, the show is supposed to be about, you know, Punky as an adult, you know, and a parent and stuff. But also about Izzy. For a show... Season one, we get ten episodes. How many of these really are about Izzy? We don't really learn. We get little bits and pieces from Izzy. But to me, we did not get to spend enough time with this character. I wanted more Punky and Izzy time. I get it. She's got three other kids, but... uh, And the thing is, why did she have to have at least... I don't know. I know I feel like I'm harping on this, but it's just like... Going back and re-watching this show after zooming through it when it dropped on February 25th, it's just, I'm seeing it, it's just, I mean, it's good, but there are just so many things they could have done with this, and to make it even better. So this episode's got an 8.1 out of 10 based on 59 ratings. 
see. We have Sean or Connor Husting returning as Sean. He's going to be a prime figure since he and Hannah are dating, which this just seems so quick. I mean, in, in TV land, you'll see each other once you're dating. You're going to be a recurring character. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. This episode directed by Jody Margolin Han or Han. Writer Steve Armageddon, I'm sorry about mispronouncing Steve and Jim, the creators, Armageddon, David W. Du Duclon created the original, Jay Kogan, Francis, Francesca Gales, and Jack, so Francesca and Jacqueline Gales. Executive story editor, Eugene Garcia Cross, story editor, Menno Agapian, staff writer. I am I, just, guys, I'm sorry. I just, I, there is no trivia. There never is. If there ever is, it's, it's surprising. Guys, I, 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 I do apologize for feeling like I'm just, I, I enjoy the show, but now that it's been over a year and a half since it's come out and revisiting it and stuff, it just it really, there's just some stuff in here that really gets in my craw, and just, it's just, I don't know. I feel bad for saying that, you know, I love the original, love the original, and I like this Punky Brewster. I think it's good in some ways, but in other ways, I just, I don't know, maybe I just wanted more from it. And I felt like it didn't live up to the original. And so, I mean, I get it, we're different, we were a different time back then in the 80s versus now, and I just think it's, the, the show, this new show was made for us, those that grew up with the original. Not today's kids, because today's kids aren't going to get, they're just, they're just not. This show could have been so much more, and we could have gotten a season two, but I hate to say this, but I think that it feels like the world has just kind of passed Punky Brewster by and kind of left her in the dust. You know, you know all these reboots that are, have been coming back, like Boy Meets World, Fuller House. That's all, guys, that's all for us. Those of us that are in our 30s and 40s now. And it's like, I mean, it's you can introduce your kids to it if you want and see if they kind of, you know, want to go down that road with you and, you know, watch the original and stuff like that. But that's exactly who this stuff is created for. You try to appeal to new kids and stuff today, it's just, it's not going to fly. Today's kids are just, they're, they're a different breed of people. They just, we, in the generation that we're in, it's just, I'm not trying to knock anyone, guys. I'm really not. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think I just want to get through these Hannah episodes <laughs> I don't think we have another one. I hope we don't, because that's why this is making this a slog for me. It's because I don't like her character. Looking for Love in a Hat. Uh, that's going to be what I'm going to be covering in 
December. So that'll be the final, basically that'll be what I'll be closing 2022 on. Um, I, I really, gosh, I really don't care about punky dating other people. Um, but the whole, you know, Izzy losing her hat and stuff that, oh yeah, and Cherry has a yard sale for Fezzerall. That stuff I like. I like bringing it back to the original. And I like that we get some bit of, you know, Izzy in there. Because I thought that's kind of what it was. But for a show, it's supposed to be about Punky, you know, connecting with this girl who reminds her of herself. We don't get a lot of time with this kid. We're so focused on Punky's new dating life and her juggling, you know, co-parenting and uh, her teenage daughter dating. And, you know, it's just... We have, so, well, I guess what I'm saying to say, trying to say is we have too many people on this show. And we don't have enough time to be able to spend time and go into depth with these characters. Uh, the show itself originally was about Punky. Most of the time it was about, there might have been a few that had to do with, you know, Cherry and stuff. And that's great, because she's her best friend. There's an episode in Season 4 about Margo. There's an episode in Season 3 about Alan, because he was moving to Kansas. But for the majority of it, it was all about Punky. But it just feels like, oh, we gotta spread it around. We gotta, like, make episodes about every single other character. And I just, I, I know it feels like I'm harping on this, but guys, I just, ugh. Ugh. I just, if this was the way that the show, you know, if it was going to continue going forward like season one was, just with not enough Izzy and not enough, you know, and, and life lessons and stuff, like, it just feels like, because again, we're, this, I don't know who this is, it's supposed to appeal to us, right? But it's also trying to appeal to kids of today, where kids of today, they're not going to, I don't know. I don't, you know what, let's just get into this episode. Um, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, I want to say welcome. I normally don't sound like this. I'm more upbeat and everything. It's just, I'm really not interested in this episode. The podcast does have a Facebook page. Just type in Punky Power Podcast. And it'll show up. So basically what I'm doing with this is I am doing an episode a month. So that way when we get to the series finale, episode 10, Mother's Day, we're going to do that on Mother's Day in May. So that way that's how everything is lining up. And then after that, that's, that's pretty much it, guys, <laughs> as far as. The um, Punky Brewster part of it is, it's kind of how it's been for a while. It's mainly on this channel. It's been, you know, Silver Spoons. It's been basically been Full House. Full House is going to be coming to an end in a couple years. And then we'll just, we'll see. I, you know, I've been putting on episodes of Boy Meets World. I might go back to that a little here and there. I'd like to continue here and there with different strokes. Because that's kind of under the same umbrella as Silver Spoons and Punky Brewster and stuff like that. So so we'll see. We'll see. But let's get into this episode. And I will try to be as upbeat as I possibly can. And find some good stuff in this episode that isn't Hannah related. 
Also, if you guys want to email the podcast and talk about your punky memories, you can send an email to punky power pb podcast at gmail.com i was thinking i don't know i also wouldn't mind even going through the original series and doing like compilation podcast episodes like best moments best character moments worst characters stuff like that that honestly that's i would have fun with that i really really like memorable guest star well memorable you know, side characters and stuff like I think that would be fun. I might look into that. I might look into that. I mean, it's not going to be right now, but maybe we can look into that in, like, 2024 or something like that. So, try to keep the punky Brewster flowing on this podcast in some form. Also, there are punky Brewster cartoons that my DVDs have. I might cover some of those again. It's been a bit, so let's see. Um, I do have the I have a tower fan kind of going because our AC is went kaput on us, which if this were Michigan, it wouldn't be a horrible thing because it was probably like 70-some degrees there right now. Um, and we're, you know, I'm recording this in September, (laughs) but this is Texas and in Texas it is still like 80 plus degrees at 10 a.m., which is the time that I'm recording this and it's, you can feel it. (laughs) I, we won't get fall lake weather until I think November and that's still two months away. So, uh, all right, let's get into this episode guys. Sorry for the long rambling all right so we have the cold open we see punky taking pictures of izzy taking pictures of diego taking pictures of daniel <laughs> uh he's like like literally in their face taking pictures and that would get very annoying very fast i gotta say definitely the set director and i bet anything you know soleil had a hand in helping decorate that set because it's gorgeous, and I love it, and I just, oh, colors, colors everywhere. I love it so much. I would want to live there. The kitchen is just phenomenal with with the brick setting, with the brick wall kind of, and it just, the, the teal-colored fridge, I'm loving all of it. It's just, it's got that new age, like, and retro vibe with the, with the now, and it's just cool. Okay, I think this may or may not be a throwback to in some regard. Remember beer and buffaloes don't mix from Punky Brewster. Where it was basically the drinking episode with Punky's friend Joey, whose father was drinking and driving. And he and Henry were members of... The Belevident, Belevident Order of Buffalo. And he, he wore like, well, oh, no, no, okay, so that was like a big old buffalo hat with horns. This is just a Viking hat with horns here. But that's what that made me think of, like, immediately. So Daniel's begging Punky to stop <laughs> or get in Diego's face with that camera so that way he'll lose. I guess they're playing a game or something. And, he, and Daniel says, hey, mom, if you stop or if you get in a space with the camera again, I'll give you what's in my pocket. And she says, she tells him, Earl Grey lip balm, no thanks. <laughs> and Daniel says, 
Never try to bribe the woman who washes your pants. So, <laughs> call her Quinn because that's her actual name. Izzy asks Punky, like, what's with all the pictures? And Punky tells her, well, I'm testing out lenses for a profile. I guess she's taking pictures for someone named Chance the Rapper. I've not heard of him. I'm not, I don't know who he is. And apparently she said Chicago's own Chance the Rapper, so he's a Chicago native, I guess, I guess. Someone from Chicago. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, Funky, please stop with the singing. <laughs> you know, she never really sang that much in the original, but oh, even the kids are like, Mom, please stop. You're ruining all music. Oh, we get a, here we go. We got Brandy who's licking the camera. I'm getting such Brandon vibes because the dog's name is Brandon, but they call Brandy for short. Because you're not going to say Brandon number two. <laughs> number two. Wow. Does this spring back? Yeah, because Izzy's playing with one of those lenses, which clearly is very expensive. This brings back that episode in season one. Punky's workout? Is that? I'm trying to remember. That's what, where Henry gets a new video camera and the kids are making a workout video with it. And Ellen and Punky kind of get into a tug of war over it where Ellen's like, hey, let's make another movie. And Punky's like, no, because Henry's going to be home soon. I don't want him knowing that I've been playing with this. And when she pulls it out of Ellen's hands, she drops it and the lens cracks. So that's exactly what this reminds me of because as Izzy is playing with that lens and, you know, making kissy duck lips in front of the lens, she drops it. And you hear an audible, like, shatter. And Punky is just like... <gasps> much that costs, but I'm sure it costs quite a bit, and she needs that for her job. Izzy picks it up, and she's like, oops, was that expensive? And she hands it to Punky, and Punky's like, not anymore. We just see the lens is, like, non-existent now, and it's just shattered glass inside that little, that, uh, lens container thing. And, you know, she doesn't start screaming at Izzy. She's just like, Izzy, you can't be playing with my camera stuff. It took me months to save up for this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, of course, there's probably no coverage of if you drop it, you know, any type of protection. You know, when you go to buy something, it's like, hey, do you want to add two-year protection for, like, $3 for, like, a set of earbuds or something? It's like, no, I think I'll be fine. But it's like, if that were the case, you really punky, you should have said, hey, look, sweetie, it's okay if I take pictures and stuff, but I really, do. and even Daniel and Diego, even though they're a smidge older than Izzy, would know, you know, not to touch that stuff. But then again, Izzy's like eight, nine years old. How old is she? Seven? I don't know. But, um, yeah, she's got a little too into playing with it and punky really i mean it was an accident it did happen but you should have just said look hey please don't play with these <laughs> they're very expensive izzy tries to be cute 
like singing the song that Punky sang, and then Izzy's like, she gets like, nah, it's not a good time. Like, it's okay, I'll give myself a timeout. And she, she feels horrible. I mean, understandable, you break something of someone, you know, especially, you know, your parent or however, you're gonna feel pretty rotten. Heck, you break your own stuff, you feel rotten about it, right? <laughs> exactly. So, Punky Bats, you know, I mean, she's like, look, I overreacted. You know, I deserve a timeout, too. Punky explains how this is a big deal for her, this client, because it's the first big one that she's had in a very long time. <laughs> Most of the time she's filming weddings, like, this is a big deal. It's not like I'm happy to show <laughs> Or just say it's like she's tired of filming brides shoving cake into groom's faces. She's just like finally something different for a change. And the fact that it took her months to save up for that lens, I would have gotten some form of protection on that. I mean, for that kind of money, for that kind of lens. If you're a professional photographer, wouldn't you want protection on the equipment that you buy? Because you never know what's going to happen. Things break so easily. Especially anything made with a lens or glass. So we see Hannah roll in on a skateboard with a helmet and elbow pads, knee pads. And Punky's surprised like this is that you're normally not into this. And Hannah tells her like, oh, I'm a complex person. Why can't I be into uh, skateboarding? And Diego, of course, hits the nail right on the head because he says, <laughs> well, Sean likes to skateboard. So under the influence meaning, Hannah is doing, you know, things she normally would not do, like has no interest in doing, like skateboarding or watching a basketball game or wearing a basketball jersey and stuff like that. It's like, and Punky is just so concerned that Hannah is giving up parts of herself to make a guy happy. Like, she's... Like, maybe Sean will be interested in what you're interested in. But, I mean, what is Hannah's thing? She's into, like, fashion and creating clothes or something? So, in the same breath, she says, this has nothing to do with Sean, so I gotta go and meet Sean so he can show me some more skateboard moves. And the, I guess this is Fashion Teen Week or something that... Hannah is submitting a dress for because Punky brings them, don't you gotta finish your dress? Yeah, so it sounds like from Punky's point of view, she sees Hannah is giving up her own interests to take up what Sean's interests are. It's like, I was never gonna do that. I mean, Jeremy likes video games. I'm going to play every once in a great while, but I'm not going to be a hardcore gamer. Just like Jeremy's not going to all of a sudden be into reading. Sure, I pushed a couple books on him and stuff when we were dating and he read them. And a couple times when we were <laughs> when we were we are still married. Um, but, you know, I don't do that anymore. It's like we can like what we like. And if we want to, you know, 
like if I want to take in a video game with him and he can watch me play or whatever, then we can do it. But we're not going to push each other. And Sean isn't pushing Hannah into this. She's taking an interest in what he, you know, she's branching out, trying new things. That doesn't necessarily mean she's leaving her old interests behind. But in Punky's eyes, it feels like Hannah is just shedding her old self like a snakeskin and just totally taking on Sean's interests just because he's into that. Because, what, they don't have anything in common that they can share or interests that they can like together? I don't know. Punky brings up um, the fact that she, of course, was a skater girl. She had her own skateboard. Yeah, was it season three or f three, right? That's right, because Henry had the photo studio in the mall, and Punky had on headgear, elbow pads, knee pads, all that stuff. She and Sherry both had skateboards. Yeah, that's right, because season four was Punky's place. I remember that. Whatever happened? We never learned what happened to Punky's place. Did they sell it? Did Henry sell it and move on? What happened there? We never even get a mention of what happened to the place. Oh my goodness. See, that's another thing they could have spent some time on. Oh my gosh. Well, most people would have the door open if they're going to skateboard through it. Because she, oh, mom, you're in my way. Push this punky out of the way while she's on the skateboard and glides forward only to run into a closed door and falls off the skateboard. And as he comes in the doorway between the kitchen and the living room and says, sick moves. And he on the floor is like, yeah, thanks. Like, hey, girl, you should have that door open. What am I telling you? Ugh. And that, in a nutshell, is the cold open. This is in no way distracting. Just act natural. Mom, go away. Yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, I was winning. If you get back in his face, I'll give you what's in my pocket. Mm, a tube of Earl Grey lip balm? No, thanks. <laughs> Never try to bribe the woman who washes your pants. <laughs> What's with all the pictures? I'm testing out lenses for a profile on Chicago's own no biggie, Chance the Rapper. You want to hear my flow? No. I've got girdles in my hoodies, all my homies think it's dank. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa Mom, butter. you're ruining all music. Yeah. Smile, Brandy. Fingers crossed. Oops. That expensive. Not anymore. Izzy, you can't play with my camera stuff. These aren't toys. It took me months to save up for this lens. Sorry. I got bottles in my hoodies, so I'm always thinking thanks. Did you miss the timeout? <laughs> I overreacted. I'll give myself a timeout, too. It's just a really big deal. It's the first gig I've had in a long time that doesn't involve a bride shoving cake into a groom's face. I love a cake. Wow, I've never seen you on a skateboard before. I'm a complex woman, Mom. I happen to love skateboarding. The shoes are really swaggy. Hmm, spoken like a truly complex woman. Sean likes to skateboard. This has nothing to do with Sean. No, I gotta bounce. I'm meeting Sean to practice some skate thingies. Don't you have to finish your dress for Teen Fashion Week? I'm almost done. It doesn't look done. It's a super casual look. I'll finish. 
Are you pretending to like skateboarding because Sean does? I'm not pretending. Now I gotta go get my tricks. <laughs> you know, I was an original skater girl. I could pull out my old board and teach you some kickflips and ollies. I don't need tips. I'm basically a pro. No, you're in my way. <laughs> Sick moves. Thanks. So Cherry comes in, she's got, <laughs> this also plays into that episode, the episode title, Under the Influence. She has some sage, because Punky collects that type of new age, like, you know, and incense and different candles, stuff like that. You know, Punky's very spiritual. And Cherry says that her, her girlfriend, who she, you know, now living within everything, has got some extra, and if Punky wanted it. So Punky gives it to Daniel, and Daniel goes and puts it in her uh, candle incense drawer. <laughs> and then, of course, Hannah comes in wearing a Michael Jordan basketball jersey with a white turtleneck underneath. And Punky just surprised. It's like, no, Hannah would never wear a basketball jersey. And Hannah's like, oh, no, it's not because of Sean. It's because I want to wear this. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And Cher Punky and Hannah are both trying to get Cherry to take their side. Cherry ends up taking Hannah's side because it's like, look, she's 15, she likes a boy, she's going to do crazy things. Remember, Punky, we were young once, we did those things. So yeah, Cherry, of course, 100% is going to side with Hannah. And Hannah leaves to go hang out with um, Sean. And Izzy's in the doorway as she hears Punky say... She doesn't say, uh, raising teenagers is so hard. Well, she even says to Hannah as Hannah leaves, like, I gave birth to you. <laughs> and she says, oh, the, this kid is driving me crazy. Is there a return policy? And Izzy hears it and thinks that's about her. Like, because, what, she broke that camera lens, that expensive camera lens. Now she thinks she's going to be returned to Fenster Hall. Hey, girl. Why do you look like the magician's assistant who lost the doves? Exactly the look I was going for. I came bearing gifts. Lauren made you some extra sage sticks since you guys are all into that woo-woo stuff. Oh, your girlfriend's a lawyer who's got a spiritual side. I love watching guys get pissed when they realize she's with me. <laughs> So how is it shacking up together? Oh, she introduced me to her people. Her parents? No, her shaman and her colors. Oh, so mysterious. What's that? Oh, these are sage sticks. They get rid of negative energy. Do they work on brothers? <laughs> Maybe. It worked on Lauren's ex-girlfriend. But go easy, because it stinks. Can you put these in my zen drawer with my incense and candles? Will it fit? Your zen drawer is pretty stuffed. I just gotta smash that sucker closed. Namaste. <laughs> if you don't like the smell of sage, then why don't you just tell Lauren? Because I love her the way she is. Beautiful, spiritual, and smell like one of those zen tents at Burning Man. <laughs> I don't want to change her. 
I wish Hannah could hear this. I feel like she's changing for Sean. Hey, girl! What are you wearing? Oh, uh, Sean gave it to me. It's shapeless, and the silhouette does nothing for me. I love it. Honey, can I give you some boy advice? I mean, Sean is sweet and nice, but there are two things you don't do for a boy. One is dump your friends, and two is to change who you are. What makes you think I'm changing? I don't know. You've always said that jerseys are the hot dogs of clothing. Fashion evolves, and I've grown. Cherry, can you please help me here? No, help me, Aunt Cherry. I agree with Punky. Do not change for a boy. Yeah, see? But she is 15, so she's going to do dumb things. See? Aunt Cherry gets me. I get you. I gave birth to you. I don't get her. She has a crush on a cute boy. How can 15 years of raising a strong, independent woman just go out the window? Did I mention the cute boy? I can't with these teen years. She's driving me crazy. Is there a return policy on kids? Izzy goes to see Diego and Daniel because she's worried that now, hearing those words from Punky, like, oh, does this kid have a return policy? She's worried that she's going to be returned. And she even tells Diego and Daniel that I've seen it happen with kids before. They leave with their new foster parents, and then they come right back shortly after. And Diego and Daniel do feel like, hey, look, mom doesn't get rid of people. She doesn't do that. Like, basically, you're here for good. Although Diego does bring up the fact that mom got rid of dad. It's like, no, no, guys, she didn't get rid of him. They just mutually agreed it was best not to live together because he was traveling with his band so much and it's just his priorities were the kids weren't really high high on the list he Travis of course is trying to change that and make his kids more of a priority now that he's not on tour but they all <laughs> Diego says hey look Sometimes when I'm in trouble with mom, I'll hit her with one of these. And he shows this flashy smile. And Izzy tries. And he's like, okay, more teeth. No, no, less teeth. Oh, and Daniel says, you know, try smiling with your eyes. And Izzy's eyes get really, like, wide. Like, okay, there you go. That's the one. So I like that, the, you know, they're like, you know, her brothers. You know, I just. I think it's really cool that they're helping her out and trying to figure, like, no, she's not going to get rid of you. She just misunderstood. My guess is she is going to, you know, this is going to come to a head and Izzy's going to be like, well, I'll just get my stuff and I'll go. Because, you know, she's trying really hard to to really be good so she, <laughs> Punky won't, like, send her back. Ah, oh, this poor kid. <laughs> Daniel, just at, before <laughs> Izzy comes into the room, the room that Daniel and Diego share, Diego's like tossing like those soft basketballs you know, into a hoop that's hanging on the back of the door. And he's doing it like over his shoulder from behind. He's like, swish, swish. And it keeps hitting Daniel. It's like, and then he says, <laughs> uh, so, like, something about. 
don't know whether it's LeBron James or some somebody, some basketball star. Like you're making him look unlucky or something like that. I don't know. And guys, I I do apologize for kind of rushing through some of this. It's just the way that P, the Peacock app is reacting on the laptop and stuff. It's really either it's not a good connection or there's just something going on with the website. And even though I do pay extra not to get you know commercials and stuff, it's still playing commercials, so it's really just you know hard to you know I don't want to sound this. But, um, yeah. Because, I mean, you, you'll get more out of the clips, too. Just because I'm not going necessarily line for line. Swish. 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 You're like the LeBron James of sucking. Guys. I gotta know. Is there a return policy on kids? What? I heard your mom talking to Cherry about getting rid of me. It's just mom talk. I don't think so. She was really mad when I broke her fancy lens. Also, I got gum in her hair, but she hasn't noticed yet. I'm living on borrowed time! How is we can give you back? You don't get it. It happened to me once already. And I saw all the kids who got returned to Fenster Hall from their foster families. I like it here. Don't worry. We were adopted. She never tried to give us back. Mom doesn't get rid of people. Although she did get rid of Dad. You need to up your game. How? I'm being as adorable as I can. Well, when I get into trouble, I do double chores. If I've done something really bad, I blame it on Diego. What? She expects it from you. What do you do? Doing stuff is for amateurs. I just flash these babies. Gotcha. How's this? More teeth. Less like a murderer. Smile with your eyes. I feel bad. Perfect. Punky is looking over pictures that she's taken in the kitchen. And Diego and Trev. Trev's just a big child. <laughs> That's why he gets along with the kids so well. <laughs> and Diego and Travis are like kicking a soccer ball around and Punky says, hey, what have I told you about playing soccer in the house? It's like, anyway, <laughs> she of course kicks the soccer ball through the kitchen door into the living room and she just puts her arms up like, go! And then she tells Diego to go shower. <laughs> And he, of course, complains because he's a teeny, a preteen. What's he, like, 12, 13? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't got to shower at Dad's. And Punky tells him that's because your dad is a man-child, basically. And Diego says, oh, we also stay up late, and he sometimes makes pancakes for dinner. Like, mm, that's not a bad breakfast or dinner, yeah. And, of course, it's like, oh, dude. <laughs> why are you mm. so Diego leaves and <laughs> Travis says like oh we just have different parenting styles you know I'm more free range and Punky tells him we're raising children not chickens but she wants to bring up the fact that Hannah is changing herself 
for Sean. She's taking out more appendix interests, watching a zombie movie, which in horror movie, which she's not into, makes her her visibly ill. Apparently, <laughs> ugh, gross. And she's just changing too much. She's not like herself, and Punky is just worried, like she's giving up too much of herself to appease Sean, which Sean never asked her to do in the first place. Which, I get it, you know, Punky's just worried, but she wants to learn more about Sean, because they really don't know much about him. Like, who is this boy that my daughter's infatuated with? So Punky takes it upon herself to go in there with a bowl of popcorn, situate herself between Sean and Hannah. (laughs) And then Punky makes a comment about the zombie eating someone's brain or whatever, and Hannah goes and runs to go throw up. And Punky turns to Sean and says, how do you feel about a strong, independent woman? And then, of course, we just uh, cut from that. Hey, Punky! Hi, Mom! What did I tell you guys about playing soccer in the house? No! Go hit the showers. I never have to shower at dad's. That's because your father is a child, too. Uh, we just have different parenting styles. I'm more free-range. We're raising children, not chickens. We also get to stay up late. Can't eat pancakes for dinner. Bro, you're killing me. We sometimes have French toast. We need to have a chat. Hey, those other soccer moms were flirting with me, not the other way around. Divorce, don't care. I'm worried about Hannah. She's not acting like herself. Okay, who's she acting like? Sean. All of a sudden she's doing none of the things she likes and everything that he likes. She's in there right now watching a zombie movie. She doesn't like scary movies. Anything with blood and gore makes her want to throw up. (laughs) That dude's head came off like a cake pop. (laughs) So cool. This doesn't sound weird, but I think your mom's staring at me. Mm, Yeah, that tracks. Seems like normal first crush behavior. You're listening, but you're not hearing me. You don't get it because you're a guy. There's more pressure for girls to change who we are to make people happy. Hey, I get it, but we all do dumb things for love. I joined a band to get a girl. You see, it can lead to terrible consequences. If I remember correctly, Hannah was one of those consequences. Yeah, and you also had a mullet. You know what I think? I think it's hard for you seeing Hannah become more independent. She's starting to pull away, which means our baby's growing up. Hmm. Did you get that from your chicken parenting book? Sean seems like a good kid. Yes, he seems like a good kid, but we need to get to know him to make sure he's not a bad influence. Well, Henry thought I was a bad influence on you. He was right. You were. Yeah, I was. I'm going in. Wait, I thought you were done butting into her love life. No, that doesn't sound like me. I've got plenty of butting to do. Maybe we give Hannah her space and let her figure things out for herself. I can't do that. I'm her mom. Anybody want some popcorn? Sure. Great. Scooch over. So... Tell me about yourself, Sean. Uh, 
Well, I was born here in Chicago. Um, Scorpio. Mom, I... we're trying to watch a movie. I'm surprised you can handle all that brain slurping. I mean, he's just gobbling it up. Excuse me. Finally, we get a chance to talk alone. So how do you feel about a strong, independent woman? And he's like, hey, Izzy, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing okay. I could be better. So he gets her a juice box. She's like, make it too. So he gives her two juice boxes and one for himself. I just, I like their talk. And the fact that she's saying, like, you have a nice smile and everything, you know, for being old or something. And... <laughs> And she mentions about him being thrown out of the house. Like, she, Punky got rid of you. And he corrects her saying, no, it's just two adults who came to a mutual decision that we just couldn't, you know, live together anymore. Because he was on tour all the time, saying he missed Hannah's first steps, Daniel's first words, Diego's ringworm, which she says he's pretty glad that he missed that. And he says, you know, you're pretty popular. I don't see you going anywhere anytime soon. People like you here, so... Like, just relax. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Sorry, just doing some extra chores. Why don't we take a break? You want a juice box? Make it a double. Tough day, huh? You seem like a nice guy. Cute smile. He's okay for an old man. Thanks. So, what exactly did you do to get kicked out of the house? Well, I didn't get kicked out. Two grown-ups came to a mutual decision. Right. All right. I was on tour a lot, so I wasn't around much. I missed Hannah's first words, Daniel's first steps, Diego's first ringworm. Actually, pretty glad I missed that. But then it becomes the norm, and you realize you've become invisible in their lives. They don't even miss you anymore because you're gone so much. Got it. Don't be a selfish jerk. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You know, you don't have to sweat it. You're awfully popular around here. Everything okay? Yeah. Just trying to figure out how to fit in around here. <laughs> Me too, Is. Me too. But we're going to be okay. That's just the juice box talking. Now we also see Izzy. She's using a Windex bottle on like a pillow that's on her bed and the little padded footstool. It's like, sweetie, you don't need to use it. It's not probably the good kind of. You want to use Febreze, probably spray bottle wise. I would imagine you don't you don't use Windex. She doesn't like no Windex is strictly like windows, mirrors, stuff like that. So Daniel and Diego come in there and it's like, wow, you are really going overboard on the chores. And Izzy says, well, you're the one that told me to do that if I want to like be able to stay here. And Diego tells her, like, yeah, but you're making, you're doing, like, going overboard to the point where you're making us look bad. <laughs> and they're, oh, she's Windexing her pillow, we're out of here. <laughs> so 
Punky comes in with the laundry, and Izzy is all like, no, let me do it. And Punky tells her, no, just relax, chill. And Izzy tells her, well, this is how I relax. Oh. Don't you think you're going overboard? Yeah, there's a fine line between making yourself look good and us look bad. You said you do more chores. I was just trying to get you to clean Diego's side of the room. She is windexing her pillow. Yeah. She's too far gone. Laundry patrol. Hello, pretty lady. Let me do that. Don't worry, I've got it. You relax. But doing laundry is how I relax. Those are my two favorite things. Chores and a big family smile. Also, just so you know, I'm not going on tour. Okay, but I know you've had to grow up fast. I just don't want you to grow up too fast. I already miss Hannah. You got rid of her? She's not my little girl anymore. I got her this music box when she was about your age. She used to listen to it every night before she went to sleep. Now she plays Billie Eilish. Where did the time go? <laughs> Maybe Travis is right. Maybe I'm worrying for nothing. <laughs> so she does still use the music box. But back to the bedroom conversation with Izzy and Punky. And Punky just doesn't want Izzy to grow up too, too fast. Because she's thinking of Hannah who's growing up too fast. Yeah, Travis even told Punky, it's like, you're worried that she's growing up becoming more independent and pulling away from you. And she's not your little girl anymore. You, she's not going to need you as much. You know, she's 15. And we see the pictures of the actress that plays Hannah Lauren I'm not sure what her last name is and just at different stages in her life and she's just oh my little girl I bought her this music box when she was your age Izzy and she listened to it all the time she opens the top listens to it and there's a joint in there and it's like whose is that uh, so yeah, another under the influence title. Like, yep, she thinks that Sean could be influencing Hannah to try weed. Which, no, uh, there's a surprise there. It's not hers. It's not Hannah's. I don't think it's Travis's either. But I do like that we do get a Henry name drop when. Travis was saying how Henry didn't like me when I first came along. You know, I was in a band, and he said, you know, he joined a band so he could get girls and everything like that. And, of course, they mentioned that <laughs> both of them mentioned, well, Travis mentioned about Hannah. That's how that happened. Like, okay. So, Travis was around, or Henry was around when Travis, was, you know, and Punky started dating. That's sweet. I, I really hope that Henry got to walk Punky down the aisle. I really, really hope so. And Travis also had a mullet at one point. Like, ugh. Punky confronts Hannah about the joint that she found in her music box. Of course, Hannah immediately starts yelling at her mom. 
why are you going through my stuff? That's an invasion of privacy. And Punky tells her, hey, I bought all this stuff. So in a way, it's our stuff. I'd be like, and I'd be like, in a way, this is all mine because I bought it. Anyway, <laughs> she also said, yeah, Hannah's like, oh, can't we talk about this? Like, two rational adults. And Punky says, you're not an adult and I'm not rational. I'm like, yeah, kid, you may be 15, but you are not an adult by any stretch of the means. And Punky immediately thinks it's Sean. Like, he's the bad influence. You're changing yourself for him. Doing things you wouldn't normally have an interest in. And Hannah will not give give up the name. She won't give Punky a name as to whose joint that is. And they both just like, Rah! and they they leave. Punky goes to talk to Travis about it, and Travis at first is just like, well, it's legal now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, with Punky, like, she is 15. She doesn't need to be doing this. And she's like, okay, this is the time where we co-parent. What do you suggest that we do? It's like, I need your help on this. And he says, well, we find out where she got the joint from and tell her like whoever gave this to her is not a good friend or isn't a friend at all punky suggests that that's actually surprisingly good advice and they decide to go interrogate sean or question him at least to see like we don't know anything about this guy so they invite him over well actually hannah invited him over because they're gonna study apparently they go to the same school and Sean says, originally when she questioned him, like, tell me about yourself, he's like, I was born in Chicago, he says he's a Scorpio, and they, when Travis and Punky talk to Sean, the fact that, I mean, they flat out say, we found a joint in Hannah's room, does this belong to you, did you give this to her, and he says, no, and he says, even if I wanted to smoke, I can't because I have asthma. And the fact that he thinks that Hannah smokes, and yeah, Punky even tells him, like, she's been pretending to like what you like, as far as the, the Bulls jersey, and the horror movie, and just skateboarding and stuff, and Sean is just like, I thought we had a real connection, I, you know, I thought she liked the things that I liked, and he ends up leaving, and he kind of breaks up with Hannah because he's like I thought I knew you and you're not the person I thought you were and she's confused <clears throat> and Travis and Punky do say well sorry about that that's kind of on us we started questioning Sean in regards to the joint that we found in your room he denied it of course and Hannah's like great now he thinks I'm a pothead and and the fact that she even says I was doing all these things for him and it's like no you don't change yourself to make a guy like you and punky kind of figures the reason that hannah was changing herself for sean was because punky was expecting travis to change when in fact punky was the one that changed turns out that joint belonged to travis it fell out of his guitar case Hannah spotted it and picked it up before Punky could think that Travis was smoking pot. 
please. Like, I don't want that influence around the kids. And Travis doesn't even remember that that was even, like, that must have been in there for a lifetime. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. Hannah says, the reason I did this is because you and Dad have been getting along so well and I didn't want it. You know, she didn't want to rock the boat. She didn't want Punky to think that he was, you know, immature and just not handling stuff. It's like, no, Travis has really, yeah, they're getting along. They're co-parenting and stuff. They're coming at it from two different sides. Punky, the responsible one, and Travis, the man-child, I guess. Uh, so... Punky's like, hey, like, you're, your dad and I can go talk to Travis. And Hannah's like, no, no, no. Just let me take care of this myself. Yeah, she said, just let her, let the kids work it out themselves, basically. Because, I mean, I didn't like the fact that Travis is like, oh, it's legal now when he and Punky are talking. It's like, yeah, for an adult, but P Hannah is 15. She doesn't need to be doing that stuff. Even if Travis did that when he was a teenager. It's like, dude, you're a parent, man. You don't want your kids doing that stuff. At least not of that age. Ugh. My goodness. Okay, I'm not mad, but we need to talk about this. Yeah, we do. What were you doing snooping around in my stuff? Okay, now I'm mad. First of all, I wasn't snooping. And even if I was, I bought your stuff. So really, it's our stuff. Can we just talk about this like rational adults? No, because you're not an adult and I'm not rational right now. Look, I've never smoked. It's not even mine. Then whose is it? I'm not going to tell you now. I have a pretty good idea. It's not what you think. I think it's exactly what I think. You would think that. I could do this all day, sister. So you might as well just tell me. Just ground me now. Don't tell me how to punish you. You're grounded! Good! <laughs> so how long are we thinking? Two weeks? Look, I know you're upset, but is it really that big a deal? I mean, I did pop when I was a teenager. I'm okay. There's a lot to unpack. Shouldn't we try for more than okay? Things are different now. Yeah, it's legal. Not for her. She's a teenager. Well, I do know one way we could get rid of it. The sad thing is, I don't know if you're joking or serious. Then I'm gonna go with joking. This is going in the Zen drawer until we figure this out. <laughs> Stupid Zen drawer. Honestly, I don't think you're getting the most out of the Zen drawer. So this is why we're not together anymore. You never take anything seriously. Hey, I'm here now, and I'm seriously ready to parrot my butt off. Okay, so what do we do? Well, I think we should talk to Hannah and try to convince her that whoever put her in this position isn't a true friend. That's what we do. Actually, it's a pretty good idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hannah's not tough. She's strong. But we can break Sean. So what, you want to interrogate him? No, we just ask him polite questions, and if he refuses to answer, we break out the flyers. <laughs> That's Sean now. 
How did he know? He has that suspicious knock. And Hannah said he was coming over to study. Okay, put on your pear face. More disappointment. Yes, that's it. Oh, hello, Sean. Uh, hi. We need to have a word with you about something. It's a little awkward. Is this about Mrs. Brewster's crush on me? Tell me about that. I don't have a crush on you. Well, you're kind of always staring at me, smiling at me. And there was that one time you touched my hand in the popcorn bowl. Oh, my God. Let's put Punky's crush on you aside. There is no crush. We want to talk to you about drugs. Well, that seems inappropriate, too. What we're saying is we found a joint in Hannah's room. You want to tell us about it? We know it's yours. Why would you think it's mine? Is this because I have a tie-dye shirt? Because I made that at camp. Hannah has totally changed since you started coming around. Horror films, skateboarding, the bowls. None of that is like her. And now she's your drug mule. It's not mine. I have severe asthma. I couldn't smoke if I wanted to. Which I don't. Dude, you know they have edibles. Parent face. But don't ever do them. Hannah really smokes pot? And she's been pretending to like what I like? I thought we had a real connection. Sean, what are you doing? Your mom and dad wanted to talk to me. I've got a great idea. Let's stop that right now. Come on, we're out of here. That didn't go so well, did it? You don't think he's gonna tell her what we spoke about, do you? Yes, I do. He said you needed space. He said you didn't know who I was anymore. You know, I don't, I don't get it. I, I did everything he wanted. I, I skateboarded. I watched zombie movies. I even wore that stupid polyester bulls jersey. It was polyester. It just doesn't make any sense. Love makes no sense. Well, better hit the road. Sit! This may be a teeny, tiny bit our fault. What do you mean? We may have asked Sean about the joint we found in your bedroom and maybe accused him of giving it to you. severe asthma? <laughs> so a pothead? No, uh, just a recreational user. You broke up me and my boyfriend! Okay, okay, we had to do something, all right? Now someone was giving you drugs and we had to find out who the bad influence is. It's you, Dad. What? It's your joint. It fell out of your guitar case and I didn't want Mom to freak out at you, so I hid it. I'm the bad influence. Why didn't you just come to me about it? I was going to, but the mom police found it first. Look, I know Dad's lifestyle has been one of your issues. And lately, you guys have been getting along so well together. He wanted me to think he had changed. Okay, wait, wait, I have 
changed. I haven't smoked in ages. It must have been in that case since forever. <sighs> Look, I'm so sorry, kiddo. I know I haven't always been the best role model, but I'm going to get better. Starting with flushing that joint down the toilet. Oh, honey. Now I know why you've been trying to change for Sean. Because you saw Dad and I grow apart. You said don't change for Sean, but you wanted Dad to change. That's why you broke up. Partly. But you can't make somebody change. And you can't pretend to be someone you're not. For your dad and me, maybe he didn't change enough and I changed too much. I just didn't want you to make the same mistakes. I do hate skateboarding. Inanimate objects keep running into me. I should go fix things with Sean. No! You and Dad have done enough damage. I'll handle this. Probably for the best. And FYI, you guys are the reason I have no interest in drugs. One of us has to be a responsible adult. You are so ungrounded. I already ungrounded myself. Izzy comes out with a laundry basket and she says, oh, I did your laundry. And by the way, these clothes now fit me. Oh, no, she says, oh, I did the laundry. The good news is these clothes fit me. The bad news is they're yours. <laughs> oh, kid. Yeah, Izzy can't take it anymore. She says, look, I've done your laundry. I did extra chores. And I been, I told you you were pretty even though you had gunk in your eyes. Or like eye crispies or something. Ugh. <laughs> and yeah, she just she's had enough. She can't. <laughs> she's done extra chores. You know, she's done all this and all this smiling because her face hurts from doing that. She says, look, you can just drop me off at Fenster Hall. Like, clearly I'm not the perfect kid. And I love Punky's response. She says, I'm not, you're not going anywhere. And if you were the perfect kid, this wouldn't be the right family for you. And she even tells her, even if you make mistakes, I'm definitely going to treat you like one of my other kids. And Izzy even says, you know, you can take 50% of my allowance for the rest of my life to pay for the lens. And Punky's like, you know what? No, you keep your money. I'll settle for a hug. And they hug. And it's sweet. And then, of course, this <laughs> Travis comes in saying, have you seen that uh... <laughs> basically he's asking, like, I don't, the joint is not in the sage drawer anymore. And <laughs> Daniel uh, Travis, do you smell that? And Diego and Daniel come out, and he's got this supposed sage stick. It's like, no, 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 no. And Travis, like, takes it out of Daniel's hand. And it's like, open the window. Nobody breathe. Nobody breathe the air. Let's get these windows open. <laughs> and, of course, we close the episode with Hannah. She changed things up with that Bulls jersey. And she made that for Fashion Week. And Sean is really impressed. He likes that about her. I was like, oh, see, she can be her true self around him. 
And they're like, hey, let's watch a movie. She wants to watch Pitch Perfect 3. I've never seen any of those. And he wants to watch The Purge. So I guess they just watch their own and they just on their phones and they just like sit next to each other on the couch. And you know, it was cute. Um, For the Brandon Ta- Brandy Tailwag episode rating, I'm going to give this a 3 out of 5. Yeah, I believe, I think the last one would have been either a one and a half or two brandy tail wags out of five. But this one's three. Uh, the only thing, really, the whole Hannah date thing, not impressed. The other thing that I took off for that, I mean, um, the whole joint thing was just, I mean, another reason why the thing's titled Under the Influence. And... I don't know. It's like, eh, I, I, I didn't really. I mean, that was okay for comedy reasons and whatnot. And they tried to like shoehorn that in, like, oh, fifteen-year-olds doing drugs or whatever. Uh, the things I liked about it, I really liked Izzy doing the chores and everything, and her time with Travis. That's another one. And um. Is he with with Diego and Daniel? I just I think that's really I just is he all around basically. Just made this episode her spending time individually with Punky and then the the boys and Travis and everything. It's just really cute. The Punky principle for this episode is just when it comes to your kids and it just I don't want to say give them space, but in a way, it's like if you suspect something, you might want to talk. Don't interrogate them, but just say, we need to sit down. We have to have dialogue because I'm concerned about something you're doing. Yes, your kid is going to rant and rave because they're a teenager. That's just what they do. Their hormones are all over the place. But, um, yeah, you have a right as a parent to know what is going on. And if they're doing something that concerns you and you don't agree with, then, yeah, definitely have a conversation. I'd say a second Punky's principle for this episode is going to be, look, if you break something in someone's, it's not necessarily the end of the world, but be honest about it. I mean, it ha- here it happened <clears throat> with Punky in the room, but um, in Punky's scenario in season one, it's like... You gotta come clean and just be honest about because the anxiety and the um, the guilt is just gonna it's gonna eat your life basically. So, all right. So looking to December when I will be putting out episode four. Uh, no, episode five. I'm sorry. <laughs> Looking for love and a hat. Punky dates a rocker, upsetting Travis. Izzy loses her, loses her cap, her hat, stocking cap that she's wearing all the time. Cherry has a yard sale for Fenster Hall. So yeah, definitely Punky dates a rocker. Like, eh, not really impressed with that. So. so in Punky's workout, the scene I want to play is at the end. 
Basically, the setup for the episode, Henry gets a video camcorder, which, aside from taking pictures at weddings, he can also do videos, which I can imagine with a video camera, you're capturing the moment, the ceremony, everything. That, I think, is just as good, if not better, than pictures to me. And being he says, this is uh, basically equipment for my job. I, Punky, I don't want you touching this. You have no reason to be doing anything with this camera. This videotape. <laughs> videotape recorder, basically. <laughs> and, of course, Punky takes out the camera with Cherry, Margot, and Alan is using the camera for the most part, filming them doing... Punky's workout videos, and also Alan wants to make another video, and Punky says, no, Alan, Henry's going to be home soon. I don't, I don't want him knowing I used his camera. The lens of, ends up getting cracked. So Punky is kind of figures, I guess, basically, well, I don't think she's like, oh, I'll just make it look like, you know, maybe Henry did. I don't think she does. No, she doesn't do that. But Henry's doing laundry. He's got the camcorder there, or the video camera, and he trips. The camera falls into the laundry basket, from what I remember, and somehow, the lens, well, the lens is already cracked anyway, and he's just really irritated at himself. Everybody told her, please be careful around my camera. I don't want you touching it for any reason. And then, of course, there's negligence here. It's just, I told you to be careful, and look at what I did. So, Punky, of course, is feeling a lot of guilt because, you know, it's her fault that camera got broke. She disobeyed him. And she's having what is actually called anxiety because... She wants to tell him. She feels guilty. She's been keeping a, a secret this whole time. And she finally, in the scene I'm going to play, unburdens herself with this secret. And it turns out, surprise, surprise, oh, Henry watched the tape. Oh, yeah, of course he did. You guys left the tape in there. Of course he's going to play it. <laughs> Brandon. 
I know. It's time to finally come clean. Wish me luck. the flu. There's a lot of that going around. Nope. What I cashed, I didn't catch from anybody. I definitely gave it to myself. Hmm. Would you like to talk about it? Yeah. Have you ever had a bottle of shampoo with a bubble in it? Probably. I've lived a long time. <laughs> you know how if you Turn the bottle of shampoo upside down, the bubble's gonna float to the top. And if you turn it to its side, it's gonna float to the top too. Fascinating. <laughs> Is there any point to all this? Yes. That's what's going on in my stomach. You drank shampoo? No. Just feels like one of those bubbles. Except this bubble talks to me. Talking bubble. What does it say? It says, Fess up, Punky. Tell Henry the truth. What truth? You didn't break your camera. I did. You did? Yes, I disobeyed you. And I was playing with it, and I broke it. I feel terrible. I'm really sorry. Is there anything else you want to say? Let me check my bubble. <laughs> nope, that's it. You know, Punky, that talking bubble inside of you is a very special friend. It's your conscience. And when it starts talking, you better listen to it because it's telling you the difference between right and wrong. Punky, I'm proud of you. You are? Yes, if you hadn't confessed, you might have gotten away with this, and that would have been wrong. That's what my bubble said. However, you did disobey me, and for that you have to be punished. My bubble didn't say anything about that. <laughs> Since you've shown me that you're grown up enough to tell the truth, I think you're grown up enough to choose your own punishment. Oh. Okay. How about this? No TV for now. Don't you think it's a little light? Oh, okay. I suppose. How about this? I to swim across Lake Michigan with tractor tires tied to my ankles. He's me, girl. That sounds a little too excessive. How about this? I have to do extra chores to help pay for the new lens. That sounds reasonable. Good. Boy, do I feel better now. So do I. You see, Punky, a few minutes before you called me in here, I found out that you'd been playing with my new video camera. And I was wondering if you had broken the lens and not me. 
How did you find out I was playing with it? Never mind. Right now it's time for you to go to sleep. Good night. Good night, Henry. Oh, Packy. Do I have a double chin? No. Well, I don't want to get one. I'd better do some guppy faces. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Henry held out to the end of telling her that he actually knew she had used his camera. And she asks, how'd you know? He's like, oh, don't worry about that. But then as he goes to leave, he's like, oh, do I get a double chin? And she says, no. Well, then I better, in order to not, to not get one, uh, work on my guppy faces. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so cute. And I like that. Of course, her first punishment she gave herself was a little light. By, like, no TV for an hour. Uh, no. Then the other one was, like, crazy. Like, I'm going to tie tires to my legs and try to swim Lake Michigan. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh d Punky, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so, of course, the last punishment she decides to give herself actually is a good one. And the fact that she came up with that on her own without... You know, Henry kind of prodding her in that direction or just giving her that as her punishment, saying, I'll do extra chores to pay for the new lens. I like that. And I mean, she's eight. And she thought of that all on her own. That's that's cool. But I think in a way, maybe that's what she expected him to want to hear from her is that she would do extra chores to help pay for the lens. So, But I just, I like, see, that's what I, I miss... With the, with this new show, we don't get that dog, Brandy, short for uh, Brandon. We hardly get the dog at all in the show. Maybe a couple times, but the dog is just being a dog. And I think it's just because there's so many characters on the new show and there's only a handful on the original Punky Brewster, as in it's just Punky and Henry and Brandon for the most part, and then of course you have Miss Johnson and Cherry, Allen, and Margot, although, you know, they come in every once in a while, but it's just, basically it was Punky and Brandon against the world in a way before she met Henry, and I just, I, I just have to accept that the new show is going, it, going in a different direction with all these these kids and you gotta have they all have to have their own storyline you know you only got 10 episodes of the new show and you know they all gotta have their own episode apparently it just I liked the premise I just again I feel that there are too many people on the new show to really allow any real character growth with and bonding with Punky and Izzy with the few scenes that we do get. So, all right. I hope you all have a great, great Thanksgiving if you celebrate it. Or if you don't, that you just have a happy November. And I'll be back in December with Searching for Love in a Hat. Or looking for Love in a Hat. Or something to that effect.